0: Dr. Seuss's estate decided to take the bad shit and no longer print the bad shit. Good.
1: Self-edit that crap. Take it out. Fine. Wait a so then it's okay that, was it Hatchet Press that decided to cancel the publication of Woody Allen's book because Ronan Farrow didn't want him to, to, to do it? I don't think those are the
0: same thing at all.
1: I'm Don Hall. And I'm David Himmel. And this is is the Literate Ape Cast.
0: Don and David get a little saucy, so be forewarned. Your sensitivity is not their problem. The Literate Ape Cast is for people who can handle both their liquor and their gag reflex.
1: So, did you read Dr. Seuss when you were a kid, David? Of course I did. I'm an American
0: boy. What kind of monster it? wouldn't read Dr. Seuss as a child?
1: me. me? I didn't really, really read a lot of Dr. Doc- really, I didn't really read a lot of Dr. Seuss when I was a kid. I mean, I, I saw when the Grinch stole Christmas with Boris Karloff's voice. I said the Chuck Jones. Sure. But I don't. I my mom raised me. I mean, we, we had the Peter Pan books, you know, the Disney Peter Pan mm-hmm. books, and like the LPs with the stories. Sure. Yep. And then I pretty much quickly went from Poking Little Puppy and Little Fat Policeman to... <laughs> I mean, you remember Little yeah, Fat of course the do. Yeah. Do you? Little Fat Policeman yeah. on the street. Yeah, da tweet 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 no i i don't remember Red that but i means do remember stop, is that a green lot of means go little fat policeman always knows yo ho ho yes sir no. little fat policeman please save me that i can't believe i remembered that that's fucking impressive bunch of that shit that's a what's well, fucking mind blowing no but
0: i remember that in a lot of the books that i read like depictions of policemen well they were always police officers were always men they were always yeah, well, white yeah. men. And they were always fat or round. Yeah. You know, round, they're exactly, just yeah. drawn
1: like fat cops. They're benign they always, in that way. Yeah. You know, and then and then you and then you get into your teens and you see Porky's, and Porky's a giant right. fat man, and all he <laughs> is menacing and horrifying. So yeah. Or deliverance, you well, know. And then you when know. I got in,
0: when I was entering my teens, the first thing I saw. As I was like changing from a child to a teenager, was the Rodney King beating?
1: So okay, was, there you well, I, see. There you go. There you go. I was so like,
0: back, I was like, wait a minute. None of those guys
1: are fat. Something's no, those, wrong. Those guys here. were really not fat. Fucking so pricks. All right. Yeah, yeah. So, um, but yeah, Dr. Seuss. Dr. Um, Seuss. Now, the first thing I'll say Ooh. is it, he. They, they didn't. It was not cancel culture that got rid of. I mean, maybe well, indirectly. Here's, indirectly, but the it's Seuss is indirectly
0: none of it. It's the not cancel culture.
1: Decided, no, the Seuss estate decided... Well, no, I don't know if I can... I don't know if I completely agree with that, but it, the Seuss estate decided they took a look at their things. They decided six books had some racially insensitive imagery, and, and which is funny, given the f- fact that Theodore Drizzle was a propagandist and did... Some really well, yeah, his, his, horrifying his, cartoons before he wrote the children's yeah, books. Yeah, before he was like, a published black author, as, he was yeah, black yeah, he was as he was monkeys
0: an, and stuff. Yeah, yeah, he was writing ads like a lot of writers do before they get yeah. it big in the novel world or the kids sure. book world or the kids book world. Yeah, and yeah, his depictions were extremely racist, even in the time they were racist by design. You know, oh, it yeah. was like the pictures of World War II, like those propaganda posters of the Japanese yeah. Like, it was like Bucktooth with the slanted eyes and. Oh, yeah. Like well, terrible. I mean, we were in terrible a war. Yeah.
1: Well, we were that doesn't make it okay. And, but yes,
0: it was by design well, to to dehumanize them. Yeah. And he drew black people like monk. I mean, like They're, monkeys. Oh, yeah. Like, like actual monkeys. There was no yeah, way there was around no, that. You couldn't avoid that. Yeah. And in these six books that his estate looked at, they went back to their own shit and they went, ah. Yeah, we can't we can't keep printing these. Like this this is really bad. But on the other side of it, you know, Doctor Seuss wrote a lot of good things. Uh, Sneeches, what is it? The Star-bellied Sneetches book, um, yeah, Star Belly Sneeches book. Yeah, the Butter bellied Battle Sneetches. book. Like these are like socio political statements. Um, you know, Star bellied Sneeches is about equality. It doesn't matter what you look like. We're all the same. And if we start fighting over how we look and who has what, we just get confused and uh, it just becomes this big mess. So it doesn't matter who's got a star and who doesn't. Kind of like this, you know, it doesn't matter what color your skin is. At least that's how I took it as a kid, and I still take it that way as an adult. Um, the Butter Battle book was about the uh, weaponization between the countries, about the Cold War. One country I has never, one, never read that. weapons keep getting bigger and bigger and never bigger. Never read that one. And the last weapon is a tiny little, like, ball that you can hold in your fingers that one guy is just going to drop on the other side of the wall, and that will kill all the other... <laughs> all the other people who put their butter on the other side of the toast.
1: Like, so it was, See, it's nucle- It's about nuclear war. I had no idea he wrote that. Yeah. I, I mean, I've never even heard of that book, so. Well,
0: and here are, here are the other ones. Like, Harry loves Dr. Seuss. His favorite, um, Fox and Socks is a big favorite. Um, he's also a big fan of Blackfella, Blackfella, Can't Sit at This Lunch Counter. <laughs> um, we love the, the, oh, the places you will go, but not in this county, boy. <laughs> and then, of course, there's... Um, <coughs> The follow-up to Green Eggs and Ham is Scrambled Eggs and Dirty Jew Toast. That's, that's one we, we, we read that one every, uh, every Yom Kippur. <laughs> but no, like, here's the thing about the Dr. Seuss, like, the here's who's upset about it. The right. Yeah. The, the conservatives are like, they took my Dr. Seuss. Well, I, this fucking asshole on Facebook who I went to college with, and I don't know why I haven't unfriended him yet. His name is Matt Medcalf, and he fucking sucks. He's a blowhard know-it-all who knows fuck all. He gets all his, all of his information from the fringe right side of things. Um, and he posted a fucking meme that had the cat in the hat, but the hat was a MAGA hat. Oh God right, just Christ. Shut the fuck well, up. All right. Nobody's canceling is, it. Because if you're defending yeah. it, what you're defending is depictions of black people as monkeys, depictions of yeah. Asian people. Well, this is well, as, 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 as yellow. Th- literally yellow the, right.
1: people. And the thing is, this has very oh, little fuck. to do with Doctor Seuss specifically. I mean, Doctor Seuss books, I mean that that is that is right now, that's the thing. But the thing that's interesting about, you know, the the whole the whole very far left progressive woke movement and and no one that's listening no thinks anyway that I have anything but disdain for this whole movement. But it's interesting that, uh, okay. So even though the Dr. Seuss estate can't, they, they didn't even cancel. They just said, you know what? We went through all our shit and these six books, you know, are racially insensitive, so we're going to pull them. It's not like they went out and went to libraries and took copies. And so we're just There's, not going to. They're self editing. We're we're just self editing. We're not going to. Yeah. You know, great. Okay, and good the for thing them. About it good is, for them. Which is fine. It's fine. It's responsible. Got to do. Yep. what Got to do. It's yep. their business. I don't give a shit one way or another. Um, oh, however, I can't. I, I can't
0: buy a racist book. Well, the oh, thing is, I for me. I don't, Fuck off. I
1: don't even think they make them racist. They just got racially insensitive. There's a difference between it, but. Again, I'm not even going to get into okay, the person. Okay, fine. Then I, I can't
0: buy a book that depicts Asian people as yellow ch- Chinamen. With And I'm quoting here because that's what he called them in the book. No actually, you can, like,
1: no, actually, you can purchase that book. They didn't stop selling the book. They're just not going to print anymore. Sure, well, yes, it's not I'm like, sure it would be I very mean, hard so to you buy it. you totally it. Can I don't, go buy it. Well, no, that's the thing. What's fascinating is as a backlash to this, and I wrote about this uh, the other day, is is the backlash to cancel culture and to sort of this, uh, however you want to call it, you want to call it cancel culture, you want to call it accountability culture, which is what Roxane Gay calls it. I don't care what you call it. This sort of hyper this politically correct push that's been going for, you know, what, 15 years, is getting some significant backlash. And the backlash is coming in the form of trying to appropriate mm-hmm. the term cancel culture because when mm-hmm. when when you know Roxanne Gay says cancel culture it's not the same fucking thing as when Ted Cruz says cancel culture and what the GOP has been doing right. i read this is that they are now sending Dr Seuss books to donors who give $25 to the GOP <laughs> And it's like okay, they're making hay, you know. And oh. and you sent me a you sent me an article uh, just today, I believe, or to, to Jarrett and I from the Guardian. Um, from the Guardian, yeah. what if liberal anti-racists aren't advancing the cause of equality? And one of the things that I, I like, I said I'll I'll, I'll just kind of touch on this briefly, but uh, the piece. It's funny that that you sent me that, because the piece that uh, came out on Tuesday um, that I wrote is, is the cancel culture racist or a response to bigotry? Mm -hmm. And one of the things is, Morgan Wallen is a country singer. Um, He was the guy that was canceled off in SNL. Um, But what basically, I want to say like last month or six weeks ago... Didn't they bring him back, though?
0: They did yeah, bring him well, back. Yeah. They
1: did bring him back. And but they basically he was they found some videotape of yeah. him using the N-word. Yeah. Which is not a word that a white guy should say, especially on camera, and especially <laughs> if Jeez. he's a white guy who sings country music. Right. I mean,
0: it's just like well, all
1: the stereotypes are just kind of But
0: let's be serious. If there's going to be a guy who's going to say it on camera, would you be surprised if pro- it's a country singer? No, because I
1: you hear that. I mean, Darius that, Rucker says it all the time. Every day. You know, it just, it, that's how he refers to his talks. Anyway, um, so one side, Morgan Wallen, was canceled. He suspended record deals, dropped from radio stations. He was even disqualified from this year's Academy of Country Music Awards. So they just like, fuck you. Yeah. You know, and, and yeah. you, know, like you know, some of it is like performative. You know, some of it is we're trying to save our bottom line. Mm hmm. Uh, but on the other side, his latest album, Dangerous, shot up the charts. It is yeah. the most popular, longest-running number one album for a male artist since 2016. Mm-hmm. You know, and so what's happening is, is uh, it, and, and I'm going to throw out one more statistic that I just read. Charles Blow wrote about this. We talked about Charles Blow last week or the week before. Mm-hmm. But he wrote about this, is that is that if you look at recent polls, and recent polls are saying prior to George Floyd being murdered and all the protests of the summer, yeah, there was about a 28%, 28% of Americans were like in favor of black lives matter. Following George Floyd, it went to about 58%.
0: Hmm.
1: Now, a year later, it's back down to 28%. Really? And, and interestingly, also in the same poll, um, what 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 they've noticed is that and this is true for black communities as well as white communities is that respect for black lives matter has gone down and respect and appreciation for police has gone up interesting which is fascinating to me so the question is 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 this backlash i mean the thing about it is 75 million people fucking voted for Donald Trump so you can't just dismiss them all yeah. as simply country music stars who use the right, right, can't, right, right You just can't. That's just not even logical. Yeah. So there has to be a reason for this, and we've talked about this before, is that most people vote for the right because they hate the left so much. Yeah. And I guess there's an argument to be made that cancel culture and sort of this purifying and this this caroning of everybody and telling everybody what they can and cannot say and how they're supposed to behave and what pronouns they have to use is starting to backlash in ways that I think is not really accomplishing in any way, shape, or form the goals of the no. world movement.
0: And I think because a lot of it is performative on the left and the right. I think that that is where it begins and ends. <clears throat> you know, you've got you've got the politicians, you've got Marjorie Taylor Greene, who everything she does is for some kind of bombastic something Rather, She puts a sign on her wall across the office from a person from a fellow congressman uh, member, member of Congress who has a trans child and yeah. the sign says there's he and she and nothing, whatever the hell that sign says, like you're just being a dick. You're not doing anything to help your constituents. You're not, you're not helping the country. You're not doing anything to help with the pandemic or with the minimum wage or with climate change or any of the more basic benign shit that yeah. th- that the Congress deals with. You're just being a dick, a performative dick. And that's all this is. And I think that, you know, when Matt Medcalf, that fucking cunt, puts uh, a meme on Facebook that has the cat in the hat in a MAGA hat, because Dr. Seuss is being able to this, it. it's a performance. Because do it doesn't affect you. It doesn't really matter. And if you're defending it, you're just being a dick. I'm in favor of putting books with racist depictions out there. I'm in favor well, of this.
1: No, the thing is, I, see that thing is, I don't think. And, and that is, I think that's a very, uh, a very, uh, uh, I want to say. Well, I'll just say that's a very woke perspective on it. I don't think Matt is saying, and I don't know Matt. I don't give a shit about Matt. You wouldn't I like him. Fly fuck. Well, I'm sure I wouldn't. However, I'm not. I'm pretty sure Matt's not saying. I think it's okay to put out racist literature. I think what Matt is saying is those people over there don't get to tell me what I can and can't read. And if I'm, but it, that's the thing. Nobody's telling him he can't read it. But that's the thing is that is how that again, that's how the Republicans and I think those on the right are interpreting the concept of cancel culture is that again they Because didn't they have to make read. a
0: scene. They have to they can't make a scene about doing good for the country. They have to make a scene about how bad the country is treating
1: them and how bad well, the other is treating dude, them. Dude, name somebody, name and I mean fucking anybody. Yeah. In the last I would even say since since Obama left office. Any politician who has run on anything but the other side sucks and we should be afraid. I don't think Biden ran on that. No, no he did. He ran on Trump was bad and I'm going to well, take his place cuz he's bad. It's it, it we have not had since But he Obama, was but he was running on a, Trump a, a is bad, not the other side is bad. Well, but because he wants not to be the, the president point. for all of us. We're I not, see what you're saying. Yeah. yeah. But but the argument is and even Obama's second term wasn't like this. But this first yeah. term, it was hope. You yeah. know, it's the it's the the Shepard Ferry hope poster. It yeah. was I'm going to give you something to vote for rather than something to vote against. And ever since then, it's just been this this, uh, constant stream of negativity. And every, okay, I'll give you an example uh, Lauren Boebert. She's the uh, the the representative for Colorado's third congressional district, right? She's she she's like the the rifle she, chick, the QAnon lady, QAnon yeah. chick, yeah, yeah. And you know, and the thing about it is, she is she's like the off Broadway version of Sarah Palin. Yeah, she is yeah. as unqualified to be <laughs> to be in Congress as anybody I can think of. Now, I do have a conflict, like an inner conflict. Yeah, because I think I personally think she's super hot. <laughs> um But Don, that's not I a know. conflict. You can think somebody's super hot. Well no, I, I find her attractive and yet when she opens her mouth or flashes her guns I kinda wanna punch her in the face. And it's like I mean ah! look, I still think that Woody Allen is super attractive, but like not well, the yeah. guy that I want around anymore. Oh yeah, well you know that's the thing is I wanna I wanna take a sh- I wanna take a shot at those balls that look like Balboa, you know um, they're all just beaten up and wrinkly, God, kind of testosterone-y, you know, huh. with a lip with a lip that's a little off skew and goes woo, anyway. sure. Um, Jesus. But no, that's a that's that's the thing is she. Did only you just ran- describe
0: Woody Allen's testicles as like basically two Sylvester Stallones hanging
1: from his lap? Is that's that? pretty much yeah. That's that yeah. Right. That's exactly that's, what I did. Run with that. Yeah, sure. Um, Fucking but, what? Uh, <laughs> but the thing about it is this woman. This woman, Lauren Boebert. There is absolutely no reason for anyone to vote for her for Congress, yeah. and yet, yeah. because because we are so polarized that negativity is it. We're running against. She ran entirely against that's the funny thing is if you look at her stuff she ran against Hillary Clinton she ran against socialism yeah. she ran against I mean, it's like it was just this litany of just nonsense well I don't, honest to god let's let's say that I don't know just name other other than like Steve King or fucking Strom Thurnberg let's say any Republican is a racist well that's extreme rhetoric it's extreme rhetoric it's for extreme most rhetoric. Of the time. For the most part, that's extreme rhetoric. And so we've kind of gotten to a place where we do not they don't even bother to read. Dr. Seuss did not get canceled. Yeah. Yet they didn't bother to read that it was just sort of like them self-editing. There's an argument to be made that the culture has kind of pushed them in that direction. Okay, good. But I don't think that's a bad thing. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. That culture is supposed to evolve that way. That's kind of how it's supposed to work. Yeah. And quite frankly, the six books that they... I mean, and, and I'm not really a great bellwether for this because... I never really read Cuz you never read Black Fella, Black Fella uh, can sit at no. this lunch counter yeah. the, Exactly it's like those 6 books I'd never even heard of them The Scrambled Eggs and the Dirty Juice I've never heard of that <laughs> book um and I and I just didn't even know it existed So for them to say you know what we're we're going to take the ones that are a little bit racist and get rid of them Yeah It is also it is also probably as uh, reasonable to say that they went what books aren't selling yeah, I mean, you know, you know, we've got to cut back because, you know, it's like what books aren't selling? Oh wow, this book, ooh, that was that one's got like a that's got like an Asian racial thing. And and this one, oh, that's got a Jew in it. You know, I mean it's or whatever. Yeah. I don't, like said I don't know the books. But they went through the books that weren't selling, nobody was buying, and went, Well, as a greenwash, let's just tell everybody we're not we're 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 getting rid of these books, not because they don't sell, which isn't news. But because uh, they're racist. That's that's what we're going to say. But that's not what actually happened. How do you know? Because I've been reading about it. They're a massive corporation. That's what greenwashing is. That's what greenwashing is. Greenwashing is, is the virtuous performative thing of look at how virtuous we are but you're still bottom line there's still a corporation Dr Seuss's company their estate they make billions of dollars every year i mean i don't know if it's billions but it's like still 33 a
0: lot. million last year or something 33
1: yeah. million dollars last year so they're a major corporation at what point did you decide that you trusted a major publishing like a major, major publishing <laughs> corporation that whose only contribution it's not like it's not like the Dr Seuss estate publishes you know, a novels and novels of indigenous people. And, you know, the, it, all they do is publish Dr. Seuss. That's it. I mean, it's Dr. Seuss, Dr. Never, Dr. Seuss, Dr. Seuss. It,
0: it doesn't, so, I don't think it matters the, the green. Like, the, if those books weren't selling, they could keep printing them, they weren't going to lose a dollar on it. I mean, there was, there was research. Well, they were losing dollars
1: on them anyway. Nobody's heard of those fucking books. Well, but it's not going to hurt them. It's like a, a drop in the bucket, if that. You I know, know, but if it's, it's like it, you've got six books in the catalog and nobody's buying them and you want to get rid of them, you know, just, all right. I mean, and, and then and then some marketing guy says, hey, you know, there's racist imagery in these six that we're getting rid of. Why don't we make that a story? That That's well, I think every there's bit as reasonable. That's every bit as reasonable as they were actually looking through the books and went, wow, that's some racist
0: stuff and got rid of it. I think there's the problem is like the the press releases on this thing that says, Look at the good we're doing. You See, know, that's get, like, I think yeah. that's the problem. It's like... That's the greenwash right there. You know, and I think about this a lot. Like, when I give money to an organization, like to... Gilda's Club. Like, do I want, you know, my name on a wall that says David Himmel and family, or the Himmel family, or, you know, Mr. and Mrs. David... Whatever the fuck, like, a thousand different ways to say that I gave it. Or do I just want to give the money and let them do their thing and be on my way. Like, do I need the recognition? What is the benefit of that? I mean, it's kind of nice to see, because I can go... I'm totally making this up because I haven't done this yet, but if I go into Gilda's Club with Harry and our name is on a wall and say, look, we support this organization. This is a good... But I don't need the name on the wall. So it just seems like a little self... You know, patting yourself on the back. And I'm not dogging on anyone who puts their name on a wall for things. If you if you, if you, you paid money to put a, build a building at the University of Chicago... Fucking put your name on it. Good for you. Great. Um, Saves it from being named something stupid like dorm hall number B. (laughs) You know, or whatever. (laughs) Um, But there was a study done in 2019. Um, This is like research on diversity in youth literature. Uh, The title of it is The Cat is Out of the Bag, Orientalism, Anti-Blackness, and White Supremacy in Dr. Seuss's Children's Books.
1: This was a study that was like, yeah, some shit's kind of fucked up. Okay, so maybe again, so maybe somebody. I just I'm looking at some of this online right now. I was like, uh, here's a here's a cartoon that Dr. Seuss, and, it, and it's his signature is on it. I mean, yeah. that's what's fascinating to me. Yeah, and and you've got a guy coming out of an ocean to a tiny little island, and just the most big lipped. Mm-hmm. Um, monkey-looking African it's dude. It's horrible. It's horrible. With a bunch of flies and says, my name's Crusoe, Robinson Jay. May I have the honor of joining you? He says, not unless you swim back after some flit, mister. The flies on this island are fearful.
0: And now, it's like... flit, they were selling flit. Flit was a, a pest yeah. control, it was pest spray. Yeah, but it... But, but it's, yes, I mean... It, this is like a, a, there's a, a really way to, There's a way to sell pest spray so without putting it a swarm of them over black people. I mean, over Jesus a, a Christ. Christ.
1: So the question is, maybe, maybe, <laughs> and maybe I'm just not trusting of corporations, but maybe they saw the land, they saw the culture, and they knew. 2019, there's a study. Dr. Seuss shit's racist. Maybe they went... You know, before they actually full-on out come for us and try to just ban us because... I mean, because the thing about it is, okay, I understand. If you hate Woody Allen because you think he molested his daughter and then you watch Manhattan, that's going to make you fucking uncomfortable. God, Manhattan that, always made me even before all this shit. I yes, know, that's going to make you uncomfortable. But <laughs> yeah. but but uh, you know, crimes and misdemeanors are not going to. That's not going to make you uncomfortable. Nope. Sleeper, no. No. Nope. So the question is, is like bananas. Okay, so it, nope. So see so exactly. So maybe what they said was nobody's going to say anything about Green Eggs and Ham and the Grinch Who Stole Christmas, but you know they may come for us. Like they did Woody Allen and say, all of his movies are bad. All of Dr. Seuss is bad because Dr. Seuss was racist. How about we just select these six where we can find the racist, get rid of them, and they'll see that we're doing good and leave us alone. I mean, it's just as as possible. And
0: I don't don't really care what gets the big company, the corporation, whatever, to make the right choice you know, to do the right thing and remove racist, Im- obvious racist imagery from their catalog. Great. Um,
1: as long as so it comes... So you think... So you're saying, and, and I just want to clarify. Yeah. So you are now, right just now, right now you are saying, in shorthand, that the end justifies the means. You don't care uh, how they come to the conclusion as long as they do the thing that you think is Right. I mean, I'm just, I'm, I, I'm not arguing. With you. I'm just think, simply. No, I don't think don't think It sounds like they're saying as long as they in, got rid of the racist material, it doesn't matter why or how it came to be. So the end justifies the means. I don't give a fuck if saying. they did
0: it to, to save money or to make, save face or whatever. I so don't give a fuck. For you. So for in you. This, in end, this instance. In this instance. Well, no. Th- th- in no, because I think that this is a good thing. I don't think this is like, uh, this isn't, this doesn't feel like corporate. Forced diversity programs where they don't do anything. They just they don't work. They don't pay their their people of color more money. They don't pay their women more money. They they don't even really actually, hire hire better. They just actually
1: actually these diversity. They, they, and there's been study after study after yeah. study at this point where these diversity they don't work. programs don't fucking do what they're supposed to do. They don't no. actually. In, in fact, because they're preaching to a deaf that, choir. They're preaching to well, white people. Well, they've already hired. and They don't do anything to improve hiring they, practices. What, what they what they're discovering, and at least in Britain, uh, I read a study where where places that have these diversity, uh, classes make, make it worse. Yeah. They make it worse, but you know, but, but so no, about I think it, in this so case, here's, I here's, think that,
0: well, but my issue is not, is not with the Dr. Seuss estate. My issue with this is how stupid everyone is flipping out, a, or it is how stupid it is that everyone is flipping out about. They've made it an issue and it wasn't one. Dr Seuss's estate decided to take the bad shit and no longer print the bad shit. Good. Self-edit that crap. Take it out. Fine. Wait a minute.
1: So then it's okay that was it Hatchet Press that decided to cancel the publication of Woody Allen's book because Ronan Farrow didn't want him to 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 do it.
0: I don't think those are the same thing at all. Really? Cuz it doesn't matter. That was an outside pressure. That was not that did not come from intern that If you tell me, David, you need to take Here's a quick story. So in co- when I was, uh, I made a, a student film in college and uh, th- the, there was some joke in it that I th- it takes too long to explain what it is. And it was just kind of this benign joke. Um, but the, the head of the film department said, I don't think that that's very funny. I think you should take it out. And I went, nah, I think it's funny. We're going to leave it in. And we left it in. Now, if I had said, I'm not going to, I'm going to take it out because I don't think it's that funny. I would have taken it out. It's not. I don't want an outside source telling me what to do. That's what cancel okay. culture is. That is well, not what happened. The, with, the,
1: that is uh, not what happened with Dr. Seuss. Well, we don't know that, but that's that's sort of the that's sort of the the party line. I will give you my well, own. We know. What we this know. Is, and we this know. Is from when, the this is when this is when I was in Chicago with WDP Theater. We were doing the Data Show, and the city. Um, we had done a Data Show at the storefront theater on Randolph. You know the big yeah, theater. Yeah. And they asked us to do a Christmas Dada show because they didn't have a Christmas show and they loved the Dada show. So we went, yeah, okay, so they're going to pay for everything, so we'll do a Christmas Dada show. And Joan Weisberg, who was uh, Daily Seniors big, uh, or Daily, well, yeah, both Daily Seniors and Daily, like big arts are, she was kind of in charge. And she got wind that part of the Dada show was that I was going to have them serve a baby Jesus cake, a cake of baby Jesus and cut it up and eat it
0: mm-hmm.
1: and serve it to the audience. And Joan Weisberg found that to be really offensive. She really, really found it offensive. Okay. So they came to me and they said, you got to dump the cake. You can't, you can't do the Jesus cake. And I did say thing you, you did. It's like, yeah, but it's funny. Mm-hmm. No, no, we're, we're doing the Jesus cake. And then the next communication is if you do the Jesus cake, we're pulling the show. <laughs> So I pulled the Jesus cake. Yeah, I mean, it's like I'm not a yeah. fucking idiot. We'd been rehearsing and there was money sure. involved and you know. But the thing about it is it the it, it, it really and this is the argument that I while I don't I don't agree in this situation. I understand why they're playing the slippery slope with this.
0: Who's, who's they?
1: They're right. And, and maybe not even the right. Nah, maybe they're... sort of more the libertarians. And they that kind of... they don't pay attention.
0: They're defending something that You're they wrong. think exists. You're
1: wrong. So you think the only people that, that make these arguments are fucking, you know, the retarded assholes of the Ted Cruz stripe. No, no, no. Thomas Chatterton, uh, Coleman Hughes. But it's not, uh, he's not been canceled. Dr. Seuss is not canceled. You can buy Dr. Seuss books. Exactly. You
0: just can't buy the six. His estate said, this not, not good. We we
1: went. We're not doing this anymore. And which this I, is I think not is not the fine, right thing for us I, to do. But their argument is really is that is that, and, and I think it's interesting as a journalist of some stripe. <laughs> Who me? That yeah. That <laughs> you are that you are so willing to believe the press release that has been put out that it is had is that that there was absolutely no pressure. Put on the Sousa state, and I'm not saying they are. I'm I, saying I don't know. Don, what I I'm haven't found the any argu- evidence of pressure put uh, on these sta- the states. What I'm saying is the argument being made, and by not morons, not Lauren Boebert, not fucking Marjorie Asshole Green, not you know Ted Cruz, but people that are actually that, that are linguists of linguists and professors of substance. These are these are commentators that are 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 well thought out. These are not just knee jerk. I mean, it's, uh, Matt. Tabby makes the same argument, basically, yeah. and I think he's a brilliant writer. And, he is a and, brilliant and, writer yeah, yeah. And, and a very you know, intelligent man. So the, the, But the argument is, as soon as as soon as the New York Times spikes a story because it does not fit their ideology,, yeah. as soon as uh, Huntington Press spikes a book. Or discontinues a book because it does not fit their ideology. As soon as those things start to mount up, we are walking into a censorship state. That's the argument they're making. I don't know. I mean, I think maybe yeah, it's a little but extreme, but it, I that's, think that's the extreme. argument I think
0: making. that that is, and this is the problem. This is what the right is doing right now, is they're, they're taking this molehill and they're turning it into this mountain. Censorship comes from external forces. When you edit yourself, that's not censorship. I'm not censoring myself when I don't say... When I'm like, ah, I shouldn't say that. That's the wrong thing to say in this moment. That's not being being censored. This is not a Lenny Bruce issue. This now, is not so, people so, saying you right, can't say the so, wrong things. Dr. Seuss is the so, state of so saying we're what, not going to show these so what drawings, I'm gonna, so these what, clearly racist, out-of-date, offensive drawings. Let me ask you a question. Inaccurate drawings.
1: Is inaccurate there, depictions. Is, is there... Other than, the in, other than the potential, in, is it, do you see the difference between an external force censoring a thing, censoring a thought, censoring a book, censoring a pamphlet, censoring a poem, whatever, and on the other side of it, an organization self-censoring because of pressure put upon them one way or another? Do you see that, that do you see that that is I'm, I'm just saying, because the argument is, anybody, it's such a oh no, they weren't censored, they weren't cancelled. On the other hand, if there was enough societal pressure in that direction, and we don't know what pressure they were facing, again, it might have just been that those are the six books nobody was buying. Who the fuck knows. But if we are in a situation where there's enough, pressure from a very vocal minority, and I'm not talking about black people, I'm talking about the woke, and most of the woke are white, let's just be honest. Yeah. Putting pressure on organizations and 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 businesses to cancel certain things, to get rid of things, to censor certain things. If that pressure causes self-censorship, isn't that no different than the blacklist in 1950s? I think that the the... I'm just you're, curious. You're,
0: yeah, I know, but you're avoiding the gray and I think you're doing it on purpose.
1: Of course I'm doing it on purpose. I'm yeah. trying to paint you in a corner and get you to say something well, interesting. Well, I think what it's you're a, doing it's is a, it's you're, the you're, ape cast. I want to hear interesting You're shit. painting
0: yourself into a corner trying you you sound like one of the right like, well, what about this and what about that and you're making me you're making yourself look like the racist. But not just
1: going, yeah, okay. Each thing is different. How am I okay? Let's get into the wokeness. How am I painting myself as a racist? Yeah, when I am talking specifically about censorship of ideology. Because it sounds, you it what, sounds like you're because, defending.
0: No, because that, that you, because what the you, Seuss organization did, that the Seuss estate did. Was because of outside pressure and that wasn't good that they're being censored. Well, it might have been. They're not we being so. But th- there is no evidence that shows that they were pressured. There's plenty than, of evidence other than the culture changing that it's no longer okay and it has no long it has not been okay to depict Asian people with buck teeth and
1: slits for eyes. That has well, wh- not. So wait a minute. Okay, are you are you saying that there are no Asian people with buck teeth and slits for eyes? Jesus. They deserve representation too. Christ. (laughs) They deserve to be represented in a book as well, don't they? Why don't you go take a walk down Mulberry
0: Street and fucking play in traffic? (laughs) How about that? All right, Simeon cohort. Here's Don and David with the six things you should do for the week. My first thing this week I am on a. and I have been for a while, but I'm like i'm I'm in an active uh, mood right now where I'm trying to more actively understand uh, where America went wrong and why it went wrong, how it went wrong, and how and if we can get it better <laughs> uh, so i'm I mean, I'm reading uh, a couple books right now. Uh, the first one is so this is a read. Uh, it's called The Riches of this Land." The untold true story of America's middle class. It takes really. It's written by uh, Jim Tankersley, uh, Tankersley, I think, um, <laughs> who's an economics writer for the New York Times. Uh, really well, a, a really good writer, and he's uh, he takes this really wonky stuff, like the economics of the United States of America, and makes it uh, digestible for the idiots like me who don't like numbers, graphs and charts. There so he, he uses, he uses people and, and human stories to illustrate how fucking terrible, uh, this country is and the lies that have
1: been and so it's a book of perpetrated. Anecdotes. So it's a uh, book of anecdotes. It's a lot an- of lived experience going on it, there. It's anecdotal. No data, no data, but it's all anecdotal.
0: No, there's data, but it's anecdotal through the people. It's not him. He's not, so, but there's,
1: he's not, but there's data involved, but there's data involved. Yeah. But it, what? Yes. I mean, the, well, the way you described it was, it's like, oh, I no. want to demonstrate how, <laughs> I want to demonstrate how horrifyingly brutal and racist the police are. So I'm going to give you two examples of times they were. No, <laughs> that's not data. That's, that's, that's great. That's great. storytelling, <laughs> But it's not actual data. So that's what it made you set. That's just, what you made it no. sound like. It,
0: it, it paints the right picture. And it shows what happened and why it happened the and, how, chart, and what it looks the ch-
1: like. The charts and the graphs actually are pretty important. I, I mean, I understand you don't like them, but, uh, you know. It, it does the charts and the graphs job without
0: doing the charts. When you had a, a math teacher, okay, or any teacher, I don't give a fuck, a teacher that can connect with the students on their level, speak their language versus one that just writes up a bunch of fucking formulas on the chalkboard, which one's going to be a more effective teacher to the
1: majority of students? Well, given that the the education of the American student is so low and stupid, I'd say uh, probably probably the teacher that paints it with colors of their own ideology are probably great. Oh my god! Much more god. effective, but the ones that actually use science are right.
0: Oh my god! I've never <laughs> wanted to fucking commit suicide more than right now. I love fucking with you sometimes. <laughs>
1: what is your sixth thing? my first thing is uh, I love it when I see in a major. <laughs> a major publication (laughs) of Note and Wait, the the same publication that basically got Richard Nixon out of office in Watergate. Yeah. (laughs) Um, That austere, the austere rag of the Washington Post this week had an opinion piece called, Oh, the books that you'd ban. And it is a Dr. Seuss retelling of what it is to ban books. And it is... Totally inaccurate. It is ridiculous. Yeah. It's lived experience. There are no charts and graphs, oh, but shit. it's in the wash. <laughs> but it's but it's in the Washington Post, and it made me laugh because it's yeah. It's like I can't believe this is in the Washington Post, but okay. I mean, it's yeah. It's I read it. It's
0: clever. Well done. Oh um, uh, yeah, yeah. And it would be right if we were banning the books, but we're not banning the books. You fucking. Waterhead. All right, that is true. All right. My next thing. Uh, it's another read. Uh, this is a book called *Cast: The Origins of Our Discontents* by Isabel
1: Wilkerson. Um, I, I have read this. You've yes. read this, yeah? So yeah. it's um, it's a good book. It's Really good. Yeah. And and very, it, very good food for thought. This is a really thoughtful. Mm-hmm. I don't agree with everything she says, but I, I think it's sure. very thoughtful. Yeah. It helps I, for me. It, it, it's helped like
0: restructure the way that I look at at racism and poverty it just kind of helped like, oh, if you look at it through the caste structure, through this lens, yeah. Versus yeah, just like pure racism, like racism came from, it, I mean, it all comes down to money. Everything is fucking money. Yeah. Who's got it? Well, who will see.
1: And ultimately, ultimately, and that's, and I've been saying this since forever, is yeah. that, that our biggest, our biggest problems are not racism. They're not sexism. It's money. It's all economic. It's all class economy. A lot of that's that will be most...
0: fixed or better
1: if, if we fix the money. Like, yeah. like I said, if you gave, if, if, you know, if, well, and go to and it goes to my second thing, which you actually sent me today. Mm-hmm. So I'm gonna because uh, is is uh, it's in the Guardian opinions. What if liberal anti-racists aren't advancing the cause of equality? And the article yeah. basically it talks about a lot of things that are recent. But one of the things I thought was most interesting is that the er- the earlier model for affirmative action was get black people jobs, mm-hmm. and the the current sort of wokeness of things going on is make everybody be nicer to black people, which isn't the same right. as getting them jobs, you know what I mean? And so that's kind of their argument. That's, that,
0: that's the diversity, the corporate diversity is, yeah. listen to black people. Yeah, If you can to black find people. one who works here.
1: Yeah, exactly. And it's yeah. like so it, it, that there is, there, aren't, there are there actual economic uh, fixes <laughs> and solutions to a lot of these problems yeah. that 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 going going and performing the flogging of your white privilege doesn't actually get them money and it does not get them jobs and well it make me make, make you feel less guilty or that you're somehow performing your own you know i don't fucking know it's just like it just doesn't actually do anything other th- then perform, and yeah. so that's what this piece. It's a really good piece. It talks about when we talked about uh, the Smith College thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, it brought they, up the Smith College t- they, thing. Yeah, they touch on the Smith College thing as well. So yeah, it's in the Guardian opinions. What if liberal anti-racists aren't advancing the cause of equality by Bhaskar Sunkara? And my next thing,
0: uh, it's much easier, lighter. Uh, so it's a lighter meal for you. Uh, and I've said this before, but now that it's done, watch WandaVision We will talk about this in our next week's episode.
1: Yeah, next week we'll talk Um, about WandaVision because I fucking loved it. I thought it was smart. I thought it was fun. We'll we'll get into it. Let's put it this way. We're going to give everybody a week to fucking watch it before we ruin the whole goddamn thing of spoilers because when we talk about it next week, we're not going to fucking give a shit if you've seen it or not. We're just going to talk about it.
0: Yeah, and I will say just one quick thing about it. Yeah, I think that this... And I thought, I thought this before, you know, through the Marvel movies. And I haven't seen a lot of Elizabeth Ol- I, I don't think I've seen any Elizabeth Olsen work other than the Marvel films. Oh, oh, she's done some. Uh, she's, she did it. But she's great. She's a really good actress. Yeah, she, 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 is, did, she did a
1: Lars Venture I, th- mm-hmm. I think it was a Lars Venture film. And she was There's phenomenal. There's some
0: Facebook watch show that she was on for two seasons, apparently, that she was amazing in. But this WandaVision proved to me, like solidified for me, that Elizabeth Olsen is the best. The best actor of the
1: Olsen twins. She's the best. She was one. In, She was in Martha. What's it called? It's called the Martha Vandellas. Marcy May Marlene. That's easy to say. Um, which is uh, it, oh, it? was by Sean Durkin. Um, brilliant. It's a really brilliant. I mean, I, obviously, I forgot. Uh, but you know, she. I think she's a really good actress. She's great. She's quite good. I yeah. think she's quite good. And she's great in Wandavision. Wandavision is smarter than you think. And speaking of my my final thing. Is, and I know I'm late to the game. It, it debuted in 2016. Um, they are bringing out a sixth season. Um, um, I just wrote a piece. It's coming out Thursday. It's uh, called I Like to Watch. Billions on Showtime. I just got it. I fucking love it.
0: I can't believe it's been and six I, seasons.
1: And I couldn't believe... And I was trying to figure out why do I love this so much? And part of the thing that I wrote about is that I really... The, the one thing I really loved about House of Cards... At Least the first couple of seasons, was that Not it? The ended? Last...
0: No, okay. Well,
1: no, no, the first <laughs> couple of seasons we all thought were brilliant, that's why the that last two seasons sort of sucked. Yeah, but um, what was brilliant about it was like the language because it was this heightened sort of gods versus mortals kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, the language was really heightened, and you had actors like Kevin Spacey who could really pull it off, like this really heightened language and really pull it off well, fun. Rob, Robin well, Robin Wright over, you know, over Kevin Spacey. Robin Wright. She was, mean, whoa. I mean, just, well, there were Terrifying. a lot of actors in it. Yeah. But, but here's the thing. What I love about Billions is it's it's sort of like House of Cards writing. It's that good, but it's more fun. Mm-hmm. And my single favorite character in all of Billions, and I, 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 I love this fucking guy, the actor, Um, I wrote his name, David... Himmel. No, Costibile. Nah, mine, um, mine's I'd, better. I'd never seen him before, but his he plays a character called Mike Wags Wagner, and Wags is sort of like the second in command to Damian Lewis's uh, Bobby Axelrod. He has the best goddamn lines. I'll give you a few examples, because it's rare for me to like stop and go, fuck, that's brilliant. Mm. He says, this is a quote from him, and the writers, that's what I love about this. The writers went, I'm writing for white. This is a Wags line. He's yeah. the only one who gets to say shit like this. It's time for you folks to sharpen your pencils, and you better come back with one Tracy Lords of an idea. And if you need that fucking defined, here it is: a barely legal, market-dominating, brilliant cocksucker of an idea. Is that yep. a great fucking line? That's he says great... <laughs> He's, He says, you need to research. Things, <laughs> three things in life you can't postpone without dire consequences: calling a doctor when gut shot, finding a toilet when traveling in India, and paying your people. <laughs> I mean, I, we we have to be more pure than the Virgin Mary before her first period. Wow! God damn, these are great lines. And so I love this character. I love this show because everybody gets great lines, but Wags gets the fucking creme de la creme of the best lines I've ever. Jesus Christ! I've is it better than the line the in
0: f- Wandavision? Love. What is grief but love persevering? The internet's losing their shit over that line, and my my response to that is, okay, here's a counter. What is love but grief in its infancy stage?
1: You can listen to the literate ape cast on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, or any place you find your podcast Jones. If you enjoy listening to two white guys holding court, review or share the show on your own platforms, or throw us a few bucks on Patreon.
0: For more information about Literate Ape, go to literateape.com and check out the rest of our podcasts, all of our writing, and our events. Music on the Apecast is courtesy of Mike Vinopal and Local Motive. You can find them all over Chicago and online at localmotiveband.com.